welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to the American Overlander podcast. I'm your host, Will Fowler from Venture to Rome. Now, Venture to Rome is a video YouTube channel where we go on epic adventures, we do installs and rig modifications and gear reviews and recommendations. So if you haven't already, head over to the channel, give it a watch, and if you like it, give it a sub. On this podcast, we go deeper into some of the subjects that we've covered on our videos. We go behind the scenes in some of those videos and we interview movers and shakers in the overlanding world. So let's get into it. So this episode was really fun to record with Kate. We found some time on a weekend to sit down and talk about our approach to food when it comes to overlanding. So sometimes we really go for it and try to cook really amazing meals and sometimes we go really simple and kind of like let's not get the dishes too dirty um, and so we just walk through our approach to how we plan food the recipes that we use um, how we pack the food the gear we use to cook the food and we kind of compare weekend trips versus longer trips and and our approach to food it's such a big part of overlanding and eating is such a big part of camping um, and we tend to try to lean in a little bit to that process and, and that activity and try to make it as fun and exciting as possible. So um, in this episode, you're going to learn all of our tips and tricks we picked up over the years. I hope you get something out of it. Let's get into it. Kate, this is the second time we've podcasted together. I'm so excited. I don't know. You cornered me again. I don't know how it happened. It was like, it's Sunday. <laughs> We've got the laundry done, kind of. No. Let's <laughs> we can lie to ourselves about that, but no. Yeah, we don't have the laundry done. But no. we, we're we're doing this. We're we're doing a podcast today yes. and we're gonna talk about food. <laughs> it's such a big piece of overlanding. So yeah. I mean, if you watch anybody's overlanding video uh, on YouTube, like at least twenty five percent of it usually has something to do with food and drink. Of course, like how you make it, all those things, and so it's been a big deal to us. It's been a, a lot of our time and effort goes into thinking about food, planning for, prepping it, cooking it, and then obviously eating it. Well, I feel like that's part of the joy of the whole journey. You know, is having good food and yeah. being able to create good food. You know, I feel like that's part of the whole experience yeah for me at least totally i like we talk about this um all the time but it's like when you're out there in nature things kind of taste differently yeah i mean i know like a lot of folks and there's nothing wrong with it like the like put the wieners over the you know the fire and the dinty more can and but i don't know i there's a bit of a challenge i think in trying to go the distance on the food and so um i think that's why you do see see it so much uh on so many channels and yeah. and on ours is it just it yeah it makes it special yeah so we're going to talk about um how to plan your food for a weekend trip because a lot of what we do is weekend trips we do do some longer trips we're going to talk about how how it's different for longer trips um we're going to talk about some of the gear that we use and and if i have my way we'll also be talking about car snacks of course <laughs> and, and potentially <laughs> uh what kind of whiskey we bring speaking of cheers cheers what do you Let's have do in your this. what do you have in your glass? Um, it's a white wine from Portugal. Ooh, wow. Yo, that's Yeah. Well, we're talking about um, a trip right now, a non-overlanding trip. That's right. Uh, near Portugal. Uh, we're hoping to go to Spain. So Spain I'm summer. I'm drinking this uh, yeah in in honor of that hope. All right. Optimism. Good. I'm drinking um, a bourbon from Woodenville. It's Woodenville uh, Whiskey Company bourbon from Woodenville, Washington, which has nothing to do with Spain, which is where we're going, hopefully, <laughs> uh, in 2022, but it's delicious. Okay, so so let's get started. 
we go on we go to some crazy places um and half of the fun is making really good food when we go so well like like just walk me through walk everyone through like your approach to thinking about food for a weekend trip yes so you know will plans the route typically you know the gaia map and i plan the food route (laughs) which i love (laughs) you know um i really love it and what has and and honestly when we very first got started overlanding i was like okay we're gonna do this we're gonna do it right and i want to have good food and i think Mm -hmm. i was inspired by knowing of others that take these um rafting trips these multi-day rafting trips um you know in idaho i know they do it elsewhere but um the the really good ones um there's gourmet food waiting for you at every camp you know yeah you get you get in the raft like they they take all your stuff yes and like there's like a gear there's like a gear raft that goes down ahead they set up camp for you they're like you get there they have like cocktails waiting for you and they have like they make it really good uh food and they cook it all for you little dishes and like all you do is just kind of like float down the river have a good time sleep in the tent that they set up for you it's like full service service. so yeah that's not how we do it though no but i was inspired by the idea of that and and we had talked to a few people who have done that and just gone on and on and on about this gourmet meal they had on the river. Mm. And I I remember thinking, okay, so we're going to overland. It's, you know, it's a form of recreating, you know, out in the wilderness. Um, And I want to see if we can do the same thing out of our Jeep that we hear so many people rave about that they do on these rafting tours. So dirty, dusty, muddy. Yeah. However, we're going to, we're going to go gourmet. So that really inspired me to try to go and do more than, you know, like I said, a wiener on the, on the campfire. But, um, so because of that, I love that you call it a wiener. It's good. That is totally <laughs> yeah, tongue in cheek. You've been hanging around me too long. <laughs> Wieners on the girl. You know, Franken beans, Franken Frank beans. beans. Okay. So, um, so the key, now I'm going to switch to the bougie part okay. of us here, which is that Wait, you're switching to the bougie part now <laughs> after we introduced our wines and, <laughs> and, and whiskey. Okay. Yeah. Let's yeah, get yeah. real bougie. We're Idaho bougie. Okay. So we, so again, if knowing that that was my inspiration was this, these gourmet meals they make on these river trips, I thought, okay, so we've got to have like good ingredients. We got to have, in fact, if we can, the best ingredients mm-hmm. possible, fresh, um, it's got to be healthy food. It has to be simple because we have to be real with ourselves. You know, I don't have a mixer. We or, don't have an oven. Yeah. And I know other other overlanders, you know, are able to sort of pull that off. But um, when we, we don't talk wanna... about gear, I'll get into that. I don't have yeah. all that. And we don't do Dutch oven stuff. No so Dutch oven. There are some yep. gear constraints to yeah. the recipes for so, sure. So yeah. it's got to be simple. But again, simple is quite often the best. Yeah. The We've learned that from our trips to Europe. Just if you, as long as you've got good, healthy ingredients. Oh my God. Simple. Did you remember that time we went to Albert Desert? I'm just remembering this right now. It was for Em's birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a couple years ago in April and yes. it was a beautiful trip. And we had those, what are those things we tried to cook, um, uh, like French toast in or the pizzas. Oh, the, um, the pie iron the pie irons. Oh my gosh. The pie irons. Yes. We thought we were going to do all this pie iron cooking. I bought four of them for crying out yeah, loud. Yeah. Well, and you know, it's funny you say that. I, I kind of want to talk about that because, I still have hope for those darn pie irons. <laughs> I really, okay. I still have hope, but yeah. I, I don't think they're ever going to really be a dinner. Yeah. I think they're more ideal for a breakfast 
which we've tried cinnamon rolls in them and they do Mm-mm. not work we've out. We've tried lots of stuff uh, in them. They're hard to cook in. I really still have hope, but I really think they're best for a lunch. So okay. you can do like pizza, kind of like pizza pocket type things, or you can do, I think, I think a grilled, like like a grilled cheese sandwich. I've Dude, seen we recipes. Are, we are like, but we're like never around a fire So for that's lunch. totally the problem. Yeah. And, and I agree. And I'll get into that. Like how <laughs> lunches, how we approach lunches. We don't approach lunches like a meal. It's, right. it's on the go. It's so, I know those pie irons, I want them to be, I think they can be amazing. I know people do amazing things yeah. with them, but they just haven't fit into kind of the way we approach the meals of the day. Yeah. And they just don't really fit into dinner. That was like the closest thing to like an oven kind of a thing yeah. that we've tried. Yep. Um, and it, the idea of doing pizza is pretty great. The execution of doing pizza was in the woods. Less it than makes good. a mess. So yeah. anyway, sorry, right, so go ahead. going back to what's key, it's got to be right. Good, fresh ingredients. It's got to be healthy. It's got to be simple. This is important. I don't want leftovers mm. because I don't want to have to like keep them. So true. I don't want to put them, you know, back in the Jeep in the fridge or whatever. And I, I also don't want to throw a lot away yeah. because we're hauling our trash around. So yeah. I try to make like just the right amount of food. Um, and then, like I said, absolutely all that put together, we really lean towards gourmet. Um, doesn't mean it's complicated, but gourmet in sort of flavor presentation. Even. Okay. Give me an example of what you consider to be gourmet. I, I'm asking mm. this not because I disagree with you because I agree with you, but like okay, just enough. to get a common definition out there of when we say gourmet it might not be yeah, the same yeah. for other people. So like, what's a gourmet recipe we've done that like yeah. you're, we, you would put into this category? Yeah. Okay. So I think, um, our copper basin trip when it was just you and I, that's the first thing that comes to my mind. Mm. So, um, one night we had those little fillets that were wrapped in bacon, which yeah. I bought them that way, P.S. So that was a very easy, again, simple, easy little fillets. And then I topped them with, um, it was a bruschetta of some kind. Um, it was which, like a black bean. Yeah, corn. Yeah. Tomato, I think. Um, salsa. Maybe that's avocado. What it was. was there avocado? Yeah. In there? Maybe yeah. that was the other I think that night. was the next night. Yeah. But so, you know, it, it just, it had a lot of flavor. It had fresh ingredients that, um, you know, I chopped there. Um, and it just, it looked pretty. It was also yeah. appealing to the eye. I remember when you were done, I remember like I was, yeah. you were like cooking and I was doing stuff and I was you know, trying to do all the slow-mo stuff mm-hmm. on the camera for the first time. Cause I, I hate slow-mo, like shooting slow-mo. I don't like shooting it cause I was screwed up. I don't genuinely don't like the way it looks, mm-hmm. even though I know I need to do more of it for our videos. So I was doing all this experimental with slow-mo and then I was kind of like putting the camera away. <laughs> I come around the corner and you're in the back of the Jeep. You've got the mm-hmm. the camera up. You're doing the selfie I was selfie so proud thing, of myself. And you're yeah. like, I did this, yes. In the woods. <laughs> yeah. yeah. so awesome. And so that's what I mean by gourmet. I guess gourmet is probably a big word, but it's just, you know. Presentation, like yeah. fresh ingredients presentation. It's, it's more than, it's like we could have got like salsa or something or yes. a store-bought bruschetta. But when you're talking yes. about gourmet, you mean like, cooking it there like chopping yes. it there mixing it there bringing the things to make the bruschetta fresh on site yes that's kind of what you're talking that about when you're talking about gourmet good okay that's good right. and to get that and this is the other key it has to be paired with really good wine always always good wine yeah we always yeah. bring we i think that maybe the first time we camped we brought a box of wine which is good too yeah but never again like we we bring the best. The, the best stuff we have. Uh, the, you, you, we mentioned that in a video or two. In fact, we just did um, a live session with uh, Cool Quest with uh, Johnny and Colleen, and that's a question they had for us on their on their live stream. They were mm-hmm. like, you know, you we've heard you say that you only drink good wine, and 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 I think for us, 
it's like it, everything else is so good. Yeah. You know, like the view, the yeah. fire, all that. It's like, well, you know, we shouldn't we, just bring cheap stuff well, out here. We should bring the best stuff that we have. And it feels like a celebration. Yeah. Like, again, I think that's partly why I want to have like really good food and good wine is I want to celebrate that we're out, we're alive, we're in these amazing locations, we're with each other, we're with people we love. And yeah. so it's, you know, it's... That night in Copper Basin, when, when you did that, when we did the bacon wrapped steak bruschetta, yeah. which was so good, um, we had, I think we had like a hundred dollar bottle oh of wine. That was gosh, a special that, occasion. because it was a gift it was, or something. Yeah. It was a, I think it, it was, was a gift a, from you to me. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. Yeah. Gift. For your birthday, yeah. I think, yeah, or I something so. like that. And um and we were like you know should we save this and we we're like no we're bringing it we're gonna do oh, let's it do it up so it was so good, good. oh so my good. god I mean, that's like just for anybody listening we're not a hundred dollar no wine, that was a bottle of wine people we, you know thirty dollars but a we lot did drink it the first night to make sure it didn't get like too hot the next right day, yeah exactly because so. it was hot it was hot out there yeah. so we, we like kept it in a we like kept the wine in kind of a cooler thing just I, so it didn't get too yeah, hot right I, we have a little it's it's a four um a four bottle insulated cooler bag it almost looks like an oversized lunch yeah cooler bag yeah. um that we always put wine and our whiskey in just yeah. to protect it too much from you know too heat hot or too or cold. cold extremes yeah. sorry i blew up your plan you were so so that's good so that's um, that's it yeah, yeah yeah so so walk us through weekend though so yeah. uh, we have a uh, i know you're gonna talk about gear but we don't have a lot of space to bring food right so it's it's the, it's all about the planning. And so anybody who's listening may or may not have heard about meal planning for like your normal life. Well, the truth is it's even, and I do meal plan for normal life, but it's even more important to meal plan, I think, for overlanding, yeah. which all that means is you think ahead of time. And so you choose what you're going to eat for every meal. You choose your recipes and then from there you can get yourself prepped and ready to go. So the way I like to approach meal planning for any length of time of of an overland trip, whether it's short or long, is breakfast has got to be as simple as possible with little to no dishes. So we've done like the French toast and the sticky Oh, syrup. The syrup, yeah. We've done it and we've never done it again. No thanks. And, yeah. and like, it's hard because the kids like it, but it is such a mess to clean up. Yeah. And I don't like doing dishes. So we're typically, you know, we have breakfast and then we're like starting to pack up to go on yeah. the road and go somewhere else. So I don't want to have to do dishes. So. We're, we're usually in a hurry in the morning. Exactly. Like, so. it's like when Will and Kate start, um, uh, Chris said this the other day. Remember he said yes. this? He was like, when he's like you guys you guys get ready to go so fast when you go it's like oh no, lord said, when i when i think when i get the idea that you might even be thinking about starting that's to pack he, up that's he's he like starts. i know i better get started <laughs> yeah. because we are yeah, pretty fast we go so like so not doing dishes for breakfast is it's just, is really it's, it's important for us because we, we want to get on the road like we want to get on the road and yeah. uh, you know the one that's not right you know, like staying at camp and having a leisurely morning isn't wrong. Yeah. It's just, we don't typically operate that way. Yeah. So because of that, like I have to plan breakfast around that knowledge of how we work. And so over time, I mean, for a while we tried eggs, which pro tip, if you want eggs, don't bring a carton of eggs. Yeah. Bring liquid eggs. Liquid eggs. A carton. Packs in so much it easier to the fridge. So much better. It's, it's just 
Trust me on that one. It takes up way less space in your cooler or your refrigerator. So pro tip. Although... And you can like stack them. You can like... Because they're like them, squ- little right. squares. Yeah. And it, you get way more bang for your buck out of the yep. space it takes up. However, eggs on a frying pan, it, even with the best nonstick frying pan, you're going to have stickiness. You're going to yep. have... Um, so we've just even moved away from that. So now we're pretty much all about the carbs. So like maybe bagels. Um, and yeah. cream cheese. Um, we'll bring sometimes fruit oatmeal. and we do oatmeal. oatmeal. A lot of oatmeal. Because breakfast is not a really important meal to us. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The other thing I do like to do is make um, like a banana bread or a zucchini bread oh, yeah. with protein powder in it. Um, you can kind of substitute some of your flour um, ingredient for a protein powder. And what that does is it helps it just stick with you longer because you're getting that extra kick of protein yeah. from your um, from your bread. So, But again, that's simple. It doesn't take up a lot of space, and we kind of eat it up over the time. So yeah. breakfast, simple, little, no dishes. That's, 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 that's where we are now. We, we, will still, we will still do a gourmet breakfast. We, like We will still do that. But in general, yeah. depending on the trip and how far we want to go, um, we're looking at uh, uh, an easy Simple. breakfast. So, but how do you approach like Friday, Saturday, Sunday? Because like when you're coming in. Well, let f- me get there. Yeah. Okay. Let okay. me get there. Right. But Because I, I always think through, okay, these are the meals that we're going to have. So, yeah. right. So like Friday is just dinner and then Saturday is breakfast. So I'm going to keep Saturday and Sunday's breakfast. Um, then lunch is kind of like breakfast. So mm. typically we have one, maybe two lunches. Yep. So simple like lunch meat we like to take lunch meat cheese wrap it around a pickle a pickle a pickle sandwich pickle sandwich yeah pickle roll the kids um the kids i typically bring just enough bread slices to make them two sandwiches each bread's tricky because bread takes up so much space in the dry pantry yeah and if you're not careful it just gets smushed to smithereens and so i'm really careful about where i pack the bread and how much bread i pack Um, emerson loves peanut butter i have finally learned you can buy these jiff small packs so i just bring these little single use single use and that's enough for the whole weekend usually so again all about keeping it simple Mm -hmm. and fast because lunch is usually en route somewhere so we're like pulling off on the side of the road and this is a thing i still can't get done but either i need to make it before we leave camp or i need to put the stuff in an easy to access place yeah when we leave camp, because otherwise I'm like unloading the entire back of the Jeep for lunch, which is a pain in the rear. So, right. I mean, our, our setup is not one where we can just like open up the back of the Jeep and have everything right there yeah. unless we're at mm. camp, like when yeah. we're set up, but we've got our bags back there and other things. So like when we do stop for lunch, one of the reasons that we keep it so simple is because there is a cost to cooking anything, which yeah. means, which means like we're literally pulling bags out and putting them down on the ground to get yep. our stove out and all that stuff. Yeah. So I, I just, I think about all of that ahead of time and, and this gets to your point about, well, what about Friday versus Saturday night is it's the same with breakfast and like knowing maybe we've got a long day planned it's really talking with you about the plan of the trip mm-hmm. and the timing of the trip and 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 planning meals around it. So yeah. dinner Friday night, to your point, sometimes can be a mad dash to get to camp because we yeah. work. Pro tip, pro tip on Friday night yeah. dinner. So, so so depending on when we leave, sometimes we can leave a little bit early from work. Um, but uh, sometimes we're leaving like we're leaving at four thirty five, five thirty sometimes. Yeah. Um, pro tip. Go with somebody else <laughs> and do the deal ahead of time that they do Friday dinner. <laughs> so, 
So um, say, you know, do a trade, like we'll do an amazing dinner <laughs> on, uh, on, on the Saturday. How would you guys want to do just when pick up uh, Friday dinner? You got good. You got it. Good, good, good. And then, <laughs> and then you don't have to worry about cooking oh. at all. You just sit back and enjoy, enjoy the fire the while the, yeah. while your friends suffer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Friday is often, I mean, it's just so many times we've gotten into camp so late. We're hungry. The kids are hungry. So we always bring car snacks. Um, oh, car snacks. Especially for Friday nights. So we have, I want to talk about car snacks for a okay. second because they're okay. so important to me. <laughs> <laughs> you and so, Emerson. <laughs> we like car snacks. Oh my God. So we have been on this binge mm. of uh, uh, like kettle, a kettle brand, brand. Mm-hmm. pepperoncini potato chips. Oh, so and good. the only time we ever have them is when we're in the Jeep yes. overlanding. And unfortunately, we spent a lot of time in the Jeep overlanding. And had a lot of days. I remember when we went to Moab, it was like we oh had to have gosh. like emergency stops at the grocery so store just so we could find pepperoncini chips. Yeah. Well, and I have started taking like an inventory of gas stations because they're not like ruffles. <laughs> yes, you yeah. can't find them at every gas station. <laughs> yeah. But there are some where you can find them. You've marked them like so, this is a pepperoncini <laughs> stop. We can, we can get pepperoncinis there. They're so yeah. good. Yeah. yeah so so that good. is a number one car snack. So is um, peanut butter... Um, uh, like Ritz peanut butter crackers with yeah. peanut butter in the middle because those will stick with you. Oh, yeah. No, the kids like those too. The kids too. like those and they do make a little bit of a mess. Although, the, yeah, it can be a crumbly mess in the a back mess. of the Jeep. But, but like if it's like, you know, eight o'clock at night and we haven't found our campsite yet on Friday, yeah. I pull those out and everybody, including myself, yeah, we all <laughs> feels a little, a little better. Bit. Yeah. We'd like to do the trail yeah. mix. Yeah. Um, I like to buy it in bulk and put it in little Ziplocs. I feel like I'm doing better for the environment somehow because I use a Ziploc. Depending on what but. like diet I'm on. So like pepperoncinis from in 2022, sadly, are probably not going to be in the Jeep because I think <laughs> I have overindulged in pepperoncinis in 2021. Don't say it so. I, I need to reset my... <laughs> my no. my bio here and no. um so, but almonds are also really good i love having almonds as car snacks just mm-hmm. like a the blue diamond just the, yeah. the even just like the little packs you pick up in the yeah in the gas station of like you know they have different they have different kind of yeah. flavors it's all just like salty yeah salty delicious well yeah. and protein bars um you know like granola bar type yeah. things are always good to have we often get the little apple sauces because that's kind of healthy i usually bring apples and or bananas although bananas can get some, sometimes though, Kate, like I feel like you pack so many snacks in the car. I am overly. It's like we concerned. have you do your meal planning, which is amazing, and that always fits in the refrigerator, and we yeah. always have enough room in the pantry. Yeah, and then it's like then there's three bags of car snacks. Of car snacks. It's the children. It's because they get hungry. Like yeah. they, you know, they do. They get hungry. The car snacks are always give me anxiety unpacking. They're all. It's always like, yeah. well, where is this? gonna go yeah. that's the one thing that i so i have not figured I, out well yet. i finally feel like i did solve it though oh. this last year it's in the glove compartment so oh, i right, have yeah. i have restricted m- most of the car snacks like the emergency car snacks to like this little pouch that goes inside of the glove box and if anybody's seen a jeep glove box you know how absolutely ridiculously small it is so it's not a lot but then the yeah. chips are often floating we just got to eat them quick yeah. To make, to but make they don't space. take up a lot of room once you open them. Yeah. Another pro tip is Pringles or Lay's in the, those things because they don't, you, it's harder to smush up yeah. the chips. Yeah. Chips are important. They're, they're just important. They're part of camping. Okay. So yeah. car, snacks. car snacks. Are you good? Do you feel like I'm we good. I'm good. sufficiently gave them their due? Okay, so yeah. I want, can I talk about dinner? Dinner has to be the star of the day except for Friday night. Although preferably it's also the star of the day on a Friday night. So 
This this year recently is the first time we've gone light on Friday nights, and it has been kind of amazing. So yeah. we've done like the veggie burger Friday night, which pro tip veggie burgers. <sighs> it, let's let's just pro tip this veggie burger thing for a second because yeah. people might be like veggie burger. Yeah. Like it's not like we're vegetarians. I mean, I'm not against eating vegetables, you know, as a main course. I think it's delicious, but we don't, as a practice, like we we eat plenty of meat. However, veggie burgers were like such a score for us. For camping, yeah. Yeah, because they, they, there's like no mess. Yeah, there's no grease really. It's just so much cleaner at camp. So fast. And like they make them now. What kind do we use? Because they make them now where they taste really good. Oh, I, I so I, I like Morningstar Farms. I also like Hillary's. Um, we've done a couple Impossible Burgers. I'm okay with I I tend to prefer the others better. Impossible Burgers are like thicker and juicier. Yeah, I don't know. They I taste know. a little bit more like, I think they're trying to taste a little bit more yes. like meat. Where I feel the like other I'm ones trying are just to be trying fooled. to be, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, like I'm like, I don't want to try to be fooled. I just want to like own the fact that I'm eating a veggie burger. Yeah. So the kids like them. So they're getting some veg- vegetables, which is always a win. And they like them. And so we often pair them with veggie tots. Yeah. Cauliflower, cauliflower tater tots. Cauliflower tater tots. That and only works every now and then. Though. I know. So the kids, the kids will sometimes just completely reject those. I know. But, you know, we give them ketchup. So I <laughs> like on a Friday night, that is, it's, it's really good. And when I know we're going to be rolling into camp late, that is always the winner because i can put dinner together i'm not even kidding in less than 10 minutes yeah it's it's so fast so and, it's and like no mess and there's no mess wipe down the plates and clean them, right. clean them on saturday night after dinner that's right so yeah. a lot of times i mean you barely have anything on your plate like to even clean ketchup I mean, but that you can wipe ketchup down so like yeah. we do like a wet wipe and like a lysol wipe and then a, and then yeah. a wet wipe and dry yep and um and that gets them clean enough that we don't have to worry about it until Saturday night. Well, and we sometimes, sometimes we'll bring, we have these, oh, I can't, I'm not going to be able to say what they are, but they're super highly um, com- com- compostable, compost, compostable, compostable. Yeah, I think that's right. Plates. And we put those in the fire. Oh yes. The plates and the bowls, the paper. Yeah. So I bought, I bought some of those and those are great Super for Friday biodegradable. Night. Yeah. Yeah. Because that way, again, no dishes Friday night. It's mm. just so much better. Well, I like forgot we started dishes. doing that. Yeah. Yeah. And then you just put them in the fire and there's little food on them. So they're easy to put in the fire. And, and then there's literally. You still don't want to put them in with like a ton of food on them though. Like Agreed. you still want to scrape it off yes. and yes. try to get most of that stuff in the trash. So you're not just putting like a lot of food in the, yes. in the firing because that's like animals will still be able to smell it yeah. even after it's burnt and you don't want them to get in the habit of coming into camp. Yeah. Yeah. So so I feel like the burger thing is maybe a really good put on repeat, rinse, repeat for the summer. I think in the winter, um, I would suggest a soup that you've maybe already made yeah. that you can just reheat on a Friday night. Mm-hmm. You know, there is a lot of value in that and not, that you're not getting into camp and chopping and da 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 so, We did soups on a couple trips. So like last year we did an early trip. I think it was in late March or or early April. We did just like a one night shakedown. Mm-hmm. And that's the first time we did the chili mac recipe, yeah. which is kind of a soup. So it wasn't pre-made, but it was a soup. And then when we, when we did the um, Central Oregon recently mm-hmm. in the fall, we did Central Oregon mm-hmm. uh, trip. A lot of what we had were like soups, pre-made soups that yes. you put into a bag. Ziploc. Yeah. yeah. Because the Ziploc, again, it's not in this Tupperware in your fridge or your cooler. It just takes up less room. But you have to figure out what to do with the leftovers, if you have leftovers. And maybe it's just like, give it to Will. He'll just eat it. So we don't have any soup leftover. That's the thing. I try to... You can go back in the bag, I guess. But it's guessing how much to bring. Yeah. It's almost better to have a little bit 
a less. Little, a little bit less than than so, much, which is opposite how we usually think about food. It's like well, we want to make sure we have enough food, but no. like we have plenty of snacks, we have plenty of other yes. things. So it's like maybe I skew towards, towards less. Yeah, yeah, I do, and and even if that means like. I'll bring a small baguette or something to, because if we don't eat it with the dinner, maybe we'll have it as like a pre, like a late afternoon snack with some cheese mm-hmm. or something. You know, like I. Baguettes are great because they don't they don't actually take up that much room. In exactly. The so I agree with that. So that's a Friday night kind of our I think our latest and greatest approach to it. If we are cooking, if we haven't you know conned our good friends into cooking dinner. <laughs> um, and Sorry, then, Chris. And... Sorry, Elsha. The cat's out of the bag now. Secrets out. And then um, <laughs> Saturday night is like when we like again we know we we usually try to get into camp. You know at a very decent time on a Saturday so we can really enjoy, you know, relaxing and, and just enjoying each other and enjoy nature with some hikes or whatever. And yeah. so I like to make Saturday like a really fun meal that is probably involving chopping and preparation. And that's half the fun for me yeah. is actually preparing it. So that's sort of how I approach the meal plan. Um, and then once, once, you know, you and I sort of agree and we always talk about it together. So once, once I run it by you and you say yes, no, and we tweak it or whatever, mm-hmm. then I take all the recipes that I'm going to have to actually make and I put them on my phone oh, and yes. I download them. So I use yeah. notes on my iPhone so that I have them, even if I don't have internet, I've learned that the hard way, mm-hmm. um, so that I make sure I can have the full recipe on my phone, easily accessible. To Dude, I, so on this, I haven't edited this video yet before. I don't know when this podcast is going to come out. We're in January now in yeah. 2022 and hopefully I'll get this video out soon. But I, Mexican street corn, I was making it <gasps> and it's so, it's such a great recipe and um and i had the recipe i just put the link in in one of those notes yep and then i got to camp and i was like oh here's the recipe oh, oh i don't have any cell that's covered. right i didn't copy and paste it in there like as text and so i just had to like wing, wing it, it and make it up and it was still good but yeah. it wasn't like that it did not nail it like it didn't yeah. it tasted it like tasted good because i put good stuff in there but it wasn't like that kind of authentic mexican street corn yes. recipe that i was hoping for because I didn't, I, I just, for whatever reason, spaced out actually copying the text in. Yeah. It's, I, and that's, I've done that before too on one of our trips. So yeah, that's important. Put it on your phone, download it, make sure it's not going to go away when you lose uh, cell service. So that's step one. Then I compile all the ingredients that I'm going to need and I put them, whatever they are, into the smallest container possible. So (laughs) like, for example, if, if something calls for spices, so one of the things we really like to make is, um, fish tacos. Yeah. So like I'll pre measure out the spices and put them into a teeny tiny little Ziploc bag, you know? And so it takes up like no room. Um, I generally don't pre chop. Um, Mm. I I've done it a couple times, like pre chopped an onion or pre chopped peppers it's better if you don't. It just doesn't taste as it good. It doesn't it's taste been sitting same. in its own water yeah, or whatever. It, it, it gets it, soggy. It's not as good. So I do not recommend doing yeah. that. And it also, it'll stink up your cooler. It'll stink up your fridge. Yeah. Like, I don't recommend that. Put it in your... And the great thing actually about not chopping it is we can put it in our dry pantry when it's not chopped. Right. How many times have I ruined lettuce? By like not having the fridge temperature oh, right, like gosh, I, frozen, I don't want to talk about. It. I remember I one time I was like in tears. <laughs> You're so mad at me. I'm so frustrated <laughs> because I froze the lettuce like, and it was. Ruined. It was a Friday night meal, and my one job was to bring the salad, and I was like, 
make sure the fridge is not too uh, low. And I, I was like, I don't. I think if we set it at like thirty-one, it's not a true thirty-one. <laughs> <And> <laughs> the was lettuce awful. was like, if anyone has seen frozen lettuce, it's just slimy and it's just disgusting and, we, and we sad. Couldn't eat it. Yeah. So we had an all meat meal that night. <laughs> it was very keto. There was no vegetables involved. <laughs> it was so, a dirty keto meal. So, but that is a good. That's just a good thing to call out when you're preparing meals. I actually avoid lettuce. Yeah, it's tricky. Because it, there is a strong chance it's going to freeze. You, Yeah, right. You want to be able to pack things together that don't need that exact of a temperature. Yes. And you can't really keep it in the pantry because it's going to get no, hot in there and it's going to right. wilt. So lettuce is tricky. Lettuce I avoid tricky. it. I avoid yeah. salads at all costs. And I do other vegetables instead, like yeah. peppers and zucchinis. Oh, and, zucchinis. Yeah. Yeah. So good. I, I mean... Even Brussels sprouts are better. You yeah. know, you've got lots of other options. Corn. Corn is an easy favorite. You can do frozen corn or you, yeah. you can put it in frozen, let it kind of slowly yeah. thaw. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, basically when I put my ingredients together, I'm doing whatever I can to take up as little room as possible in either the cooler, refrigerator, or the dry pantry that we yeah. have. So it's all about consolidating, even if I have to take it out of its original packaging. Cans don't bother me. Like, it's fine to take the whole can, but um, I, I'm just streamlining space. So you do, do your meal plan, you yep. do your ingredients list, you put yep. everything, like, put you put everything that you can into the smallest container possible. Yes. Get it in. And, ooh, and by the way, another maybe pro tip, maybe everybody already knows this and we're just late to the game, but you, we bought that spice thing. Yes. It's like a container that has, like, small smaller amounts of spices but it has like 15 spices in it or something and so a lot of the stuff we just have yep and that one thing that goes in the kitchen drawer that's right so that's nice to have and there's been many times when somebody else is we're camping with they're like oh and i'm like yep i've got paprika here it is you know i've got cumin yep here it is even though i didn't plan to bring it and they're like well i really wanted smoked paprika and you're like well sorry (laughs) sorry we'll always have the smoked paprika (laughs) Um, so, so that's sort of how I compile the ingredients. And then if we're going on a longer trip, yeah, right. Where we don't have enough space. Weekend versus longer trip. That's right. what we're moving into now is, oh, is weekend versus I love trip. the challenge of not having enough space for all the food we need. It just feels so primal. Like what if we don't have enough food? <laughs> um, so, so supply what stop, I stop, supply stop. Yeah, yeah. So, so what I do then is that it just is another challenge, right? So that's working with you again on the route and where we can plan to make another stop for supplies mm-hmm. ahead of time. And so thinking the timing through on that and then thinking through what other ingredients I will need, but more importantly, they will have. Yeah. So not every stop that may be on your route is a full surface grocery store. That's right. Like we like pepperoncinis. Yeah. I mean pepperoncinis. <laughs> In fact, I remember on this on the Central Oregon trip, we came into Christmas Valley, Oregon. And I think we were three days in, three nights in or something or something. I can't remember yeah. exactly what we were, but it was like you, you, we, we went in and to the grocery store cause we needed supplies yeah, for yeah. whatever. And you're like, they have pepperoncinis. <laughs> so I bought <laughs> I them. like, yeah. And they had margaritas in a can. So I bought Margar- them. <laughs> That's right. Like, Thank you, Christmas Valley. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I never expected that, you yeah, know? Yeah. So, but, but like, I will find room for the margaritas in a can. <laughs> there will always be room there for There will them. always be room. But there's other times when I've been like, well, for sure I'll be able to get, xyz and not necessarily you know depending upon how remote you are they do their best Mm. but if they haven't made their latest run back to the city or the town you know i think like field station out by alver desert is a good example of that they it's actually a pretty 
a pretty thorough general store and they have a lot of supplies, a lot of different kinds of, it's like a mini grocery store, mm -hmm. but they, uh, they only do maybe one run a week or yeah. something. Yeah. Um, and it's either to Burns or to Boise and both are like four hours away. So there's a great cost to them to go get that stuff. Yeah. And if the roads are bad, they can't, you yeah. know, they may not be able to make the trip. And so you're kind of, you, you're, you're, um, you you get what you get. Yeah. And so, sometimes they just, they're just out of mayonnaise. So like, for example, I don't usually plan on that, on that stop for like fresh ingredients. Yeah. Like, mm. like I would plan for a can of tomatoes, not a fresh tomato. Right. You know, like, so I try to think that through ahead of time because the chances are you can probably get a can of tomatoes, but you know, maybe not. Right. So, yeah. Um, so I think that's important to think through when you're going for those longer trips, if you can't fit it all in your rig, which when we go beyond three nights, we can't fit it in our rig. That's three, right. three is max. Yeah. Um, I do always bring one of those, oh, what are they? The, is it blue mountain? They're those, um, backpacker like pouches. Of oh freeze -dried yeah. Food. Mountain house or mountain something house, like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, just in case, like, that's like the, like, you know, things got bad. I think it's smart to have boil some water and have some, some food. Yeah. yeah. I yep. think that's smart. And that's the other thing on the long trips is you got to plan your water. So that's another thing. Water stops and grocery stops. If you can combine trash those. Stops. Yeah. Trash stops. Yep. Yep. So, so that's kind of how we approach it. And then our gear. Should we talk gear? We love to talk gear. Oh yeah. Please. I've been waiting for this. I know. Okay. So the biggest game changer when it comes to meal planning is the refrigerator ding, ding, ding. absolutely yeah i mean we had we only went on a couple trips with a cooler and then we found that one on craigslist uh that refrigerator, refrigerator. well i knew we needed a refrigerator and i didn't want to pay a thousand dollars for one yeah. which i don't know anybody who really does want to pay a thousand dollars for one yeah. but that's the going rate for like a, a nicer dometic and um, at the time, like the CFX series, I'm not sure how advanced it is now, but at the time it was an easy 900 bucks mm -hmm. for, for one of those. And so we found, I found on Craigslist, um, a used CF, not CFX 35, which is small. And here's, here's, I think a mistake that a lot of overlanders make when they're, when they're picking out their fridge, because having a fridge as an overlander is becoming kind of a standard thing. It's like an mm. overlander piece of gear is to have a sure. refrigerator. And I see almost all of our friends have at least a 50 liter refrigerator and we have a 35. I think Lance has like a 72 oh my dual zone. I mean, he can have like, wow. So, but like I have not regretted having the 35. No. It's plenty the, of space. I mean, I would say there's only been a couple times when that thing has been so chock full. Yeah. That I had to leave something behind. It's very, we, again, you just have to consolidate. You have to think to yourself, like, do I really need this ginormous jar of jam? Or can I put it in a little container? Yeah. Like, you know what? It's like, you just have to ask your, like garlic. I like pre whatever done garlic that you, like I, I put it in a little tiny little thing just enough for the weekend. So, you know, you, you don't just put everything from your fridge yeah. in your fridge. And, <laughs> you have I, to. I, th that, doing that yeah. little bit, of, it's not a lot. It's a little bit of extra effort yeah. to put things in smaller containers. Sometimes, not every single time. I think having a smaller footprint for a fridge in the back of the Jeep is massively well, beneficial because we can get other really critical things, things in the in Jeep there. with no problem and still see through the, the back window. <laughs> for sure. Like I can look through my rear mirror and look out the back, see if there's anybody back there. And that's really important to me. I know we've got a total Tetris in the back of our Jeep, but it works so well. I mean, we can't get a new fridge that's bit any bigger 
because it won't work with our Tetris back there. Yeah. The one other thing we did do, and I'm interested in what you think, if it's beneficial or not. We bought, um, I don't know, a sleeve for it. What do I want to call it? It's like a Snuggie for the fridge. <laughs> a fridge Snuggie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like It's supposed it. to like help it stay cold. Yeah. Oh, for sure. It was you 50 was bucks. Smart? It cost okay. 50 bucks. And it was definitely worth it. Number one, it keeps the fr- the refrigerator a lot cleaner. Yeah, With all the dust and everything Good that point. might be coming through when it's zipped in that thing, the actual refrigerator and your food, therefore your food stays yeah. cleaner. And it keeps it when it's, when it's cold, it keeps it warmer. When it's hot, it keeps it cooler. Yeah. I think by like three degrees or something. So okay. it actually saves your battery good okay because the because the refrigerator is just working less to stay at the same temperature yeah and therefore drawing less uh amp hours off of your battery sometimes it is a pain because i have to unzip it you know and and sometimes that's harder well we could have a fridge slide the 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 reason the fridge slide would help a lot the reason that we don't have a fridge slide is because i'm just dragging my feet i hate how expensive fridge slides are it just they it just makes me so angry how expensive fridge slides are. Seems like you should be able to make one. But I know. I, I, and, and yet it's expensive if you make one too. Yeah, like those, okay. those slides because they can carry so much weight. I mean, it's just a couple of wheels and like a slider. Right. <laughs> it's just a fancy drawer, but they're expensive. And also once you install it, um, then the back of the Jeep becomes kind of designated for the refrigerator. Yeah. And so if, if we, were, if we were using it to haul anything else when we're not overlanding, it, right. it would kind of be in the way, which is why I haven't got one. Well, but we're I, doing fine. Like, yeah, and, yeah. And, and, you know, we may it's do fine. one this year. We may we may do that this year. We'll see. Okay. Okay. So that's game changer. What I want is a slider that, like, you know how, like, there's some of them, like, tip yes. down at an angle. So it comes, tips down, and then, like, there's a little hand that comes out and just, like, gives you a beer. <laughs> Like if they made one like that, then it would be worth six hundred dollars. <laughs> like, here you go, Will. <laughs> okay, now I now I want that slide. That's a good one. <laughs> you make that, you will be a rich man. Yeah, very, very yeah. good. Okay, so that's our number one game changer. Like voice activated. Beer me fridge. <laughs> Beer me fridge. It just comes. It's like it just comes out on its own. Yes, Will. <laughs> Opens it. <laughs> okay, That'd be rad. Great. Okay. All right. I'll stop that. <laughs> this is my million dollar idea. It is. They only I cost $2,000. Uh, yeah. There's some legs behind them. I'm pretty sure. All right. So that's like game changer. I won't even talk about the tailgate table, but I really want to because it's an important part of my meal. We, prep. we talk about that. But I'm going to move on. So I know. Good. I'm going to move on. Okay. So our other gear is our jet boil. Mm-hmm. That is our Genesis. stove. Jet boil Genesis. Love it. We also have a jet boil flash though. Right. So we've, we're now a two stove set up. Well, yeah. It's not really a stove. The flash is really just for boiling water. So, okay. So we got the Jetboil flash. Gen- wait. Flash for the coffee. Yeah, just for coffee. Because we finally figured out how to not get out our Jetboil Genesis in the mornings, which again, just makes life that much better in the morning because we put out the Jetboil flash before we go to bed. So it's like, like yeah. I want my coffee. Like the minute I, I get out of that tent. <laughs> and you want it like and I want it like hot. I want it to like hurt a little bit when I take a sip. <laughs> Just a little bit. It's a little bit of hurt. Yeah. And so like, I mean, I think that's another game changer of our our simple simplified breakfast, which doesn't involve heating things right. on, because what we can do is we can make oatmeal with the jet boil flash. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so we have a it's jet boil really flash. It's really handy. And yeah. it, like, I don't like how much they cost. Like, I think you can get like a, probably a, a Chinese knockoff that yes. does roughly the same thing. In fact, some of our friends, yes. Beth and Jake got one, and I don't know if it works better or worse, but it packs down so small. It's so easy to just throw into the pantry or throw into the, the, the kitchen box. I've, I've really yeah. liked having that jet boil flash. It's been great. Yeah. So we use the Genesis for like our kitchen and our meal prep. 
then we have a cast iron grill. So this mm -hmm. was this was my bright idea because I didn't yeah. want to bring I didn't have to bring a grill. Yeah. So we have a griddle. It's a griddle and then it turns over to a grill plate, but it's yeah. cast iron. It fits right on top of the Jetboil um, Genesis. You can still cook something on the other burner. It's thin and flat. It's, it's heavy because it's cast iron, but like yep. you can, we, it's easy to shove in a nook and cranny. It's yep. a, like, I think I just put it on top of one of our boxes. Yeah. And I mean, cooking burgers, you know, steaks, yeah. it, it, I do not miss another, like a, a grill grill, a grill like grill. a barbecue grill. Yeah. yeah I don't me miss either. it. It's, yeah just as good for me so yep. that's been good to us and then yeah you already brought up the pie iron which pie iron that should not go on the recommended list in my in my opinion that should go on the do not buy and do yeah, yeah. not only did you should not buy them but i think we had to send one back because it broke or something yeah i did it broke right away yeah. okay and so then so then in my camp kitchen i always have these things in it like i never take them out they're always inside of it so i never forget them I have a set of knives, cutting knives. I have, How many knives? We got like one big chopper. I think we have one big chopper. We've got a bread um, serrated knife. Uh -huh. And then I think I've got two maybe smaller ones, two right? smaller knives. And no steak knives. Like we just use the smaller ones yeah. and the steak knives. Yep. And yeah. then we double those up for steak knives yep. if yeah, we yep. need them. So all, but I always have those in there. Um, I always bring olive oil mm. and olive oil spray. I always, those are just always in there. I always have tin foil. Always have a wine bottle opener. Yeah. Always have a bottle opener. Critical. 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 Are you kidding me? I have a can opener. It's like one of the old school, so it takes up very little room. Oh, yeah. But it's an like old a school can opener. Metal. Yep. Yeah. So I never arrive at camp and I'm like, oh, no, I forgot the can opener. Like, it's just always there. Yep. Always have cutting boards. Always have a uh, spoon spatula, um, a flipper, whatever that's called. Um, to always have tongs. Always have a mm. ladle. And then I always have salt and pepper grinders. Mm -hmm. Always have a this is maybe is weird, but a packet of taco seasoning. You know what? I I don't think that's weird. As someone who loves tacos, well, it it can it, in a in a pinch. pinch. That's in what a I pinch, figure. it's like you can it like just put it on a tastes, steak or put it in a soup. Or I mean, it, like yes, it just makes so everything that's why taste it's good. Always there is yeah. like if things go bad and we end up having to eat that mountain house meal, I'm just gonna put taco <laughs> seasoning on <laughs> and we're gonna be happy. <laughs> It's like it's like pasta primavera with taco <laughs> seasoning, <laughs> chicken alfredo. But, um, I always have kitchen scissors. You would you wouldn't be oh, shocked. Scissors, yeah, all the time. I use those all the time, and other people ask for them all the time. Yep. So I always have those. We've become that couple where people are like, "Hey, do you have one of these?" And, and like, we yeah, always do. Yeah, we do. But the reason we always have them is they never leave. The, so mm -hmm. we have this kitchen, and they just never leave. We used to have this massive checklist that we would go through before we left. And it's on Apple Notes on our iPhones, so we both can see it, and we can add to it and all that stuff. And it's a it's a true checklist. You can actually like check it off. We would just go down this list, and I was like, "Do we have yeah. this? Do we have this? Do we have this? Do we have this? Do we have this?" And it was like so long, and it was great. But then we just realized that we could probably do this without needing the checklist. And so it's like now it's like, "Do we have the kitchen box?" Yes. Then we know yeah. we have everything in there. That's right. So the only thing, other thing, then is we've got um, those roll bar bags. Um, yeah, the right line roll right bar, line bags. bar bags. Oh, those are so important to our kitchen setup. They really are. So that's where the paper towels go. That's where the Lysol wipes go. We also have hand sanitizer in there. That's where the MSR scraper scrubber. Yeah. So goes. so Camp says. so um, for those of you who don't know, uh, the the right line roll bar bags for the Jeep, it's like a what would you call it? Like a cylinder type yes. bag that that uh, connects to the roll bar. 
um, in the Jeep. And uh, so it's a perfect size. It's a perfect shape for like putting things like the paper towels and wet wipes and things like that. And so like kind of like the the wipey and dry stuff all all go in one side. And the other side has like, you know, cords and sometimes coffee mugs and things like that. Random things. Yeah, random things. But what's nice about that is to your point about forgetting things in the checklist, that's like something I know we always need to check for need to restock. So it's like, like you said, it's all the the cleaning, drying thingies. So paper towels, you know. Paper um, towels. I swear to you, almost every time I go out and you're not there, like when I go out with the guys or something, Um, almost every single time I have ever gone out with the guys, they're like, Will, do you have paper towels? Yeah, they're and I'm like, Yeah, I do. Of course I do. They're in this, they're in this right line yes. bag. And they're like, Oh, we forgot ours. Like, I'm like the only person who always no, has paper towels. You have to have enough paper towels. Like and, and on long trips, I usually try to stow an extra one unless we go with a full if we go with a full paper towel roll. Like we've never been gone the that big long, the big daddy. Like, but it's the same with like the the wet wipes and the Lysol wipes. So we bring both. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure that we're not going to run out. So those go in that roll bar bag. Like I said, the MSR scrubber scraper goes in that bag. Hand sanitizer goes in that bag. And then also importantly, is two um, kitchen towels. Like yeah, two two you kitchen. Gotta towels. have two because have two. you never know when one is going to get gross and dirty or too wet. Yeah. But that's, you know, for everything from drying dishes, but also just drying your hands. Like and when drying you off wash the, the tailgate hands. table. Yeah. Just like kind of giving a wipe down yep. at the end of the night or in the morning. Yep. So yeah. that's that's the kitchen. That's... that's oh, uh, also yeah. though, also though, um, I just thought of this. Uh, um, we always bring two one pound containers of propane for the stove. Good call. And, and one of them is always brand new yes like just always. filled up and then the other one is kind of like at whatever stage like that's the one that we are generally used so it could be half full or whatever but we know that we still have a backup and that yeah. jet Boil genesis stove is pretty dang efficient with the yes, gas it really so is. we know that when the one runs out and we switch to the second one yes. that's full it's it's like 99 percent going to get us through the rest of the trip I'm and so then we glad. just add a new one at the end i'm so glad you brought that up so we have been on long trips and I've been nervous mm-hmm. that we needed another one. And so like every gas station I've looked <laughs> and I've never found one in a gas station. Right. Yeah. Like, it, and maybe other people do, but I, that made me real nervous on one of our trips. I was like, mm, I'm a little worried and I couldn't find another one. I think in cold weather, if you're doing, if you're yeah. using like a buddy heater or something like that, that yeah. uses propane, then you should probably think about putting in a few just in case. Ugh. Like you have a real cold night, you wind up burning that buddy heater a lot. Like you yeah. don't want to find what I found, which is that you can't pick one up. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. So that's our, that's how we plan it. That's what's important to us, which is it's got to be simple, but delicious and mm-hmm. fun and we want to have a good time and we want it to be as low stress as possible. So we do a little extra planning, a little extra work to get it, you know, in to fit in our rig really nicely. And, you know, yeah, just try to make it that much more enjoyable. Totally. And my like my tips are like always make room for canned margaritas. <laughs> always. always. Those are, and pickles. Those are critical and pickles. Pepperonis. 
um, tr- try to convince your friends to make dinner on Friday night if you can. <laughs> <laughs> that way you don't have to. Uh-huh. And um, and always, always, always have paper towels. Yeah. That's, that's my like three, three tips. Perfect. Yeah. yeah, great. Well, thanks. This is fun. It's actually fun to just get this out loud talk because we've never actually had this conversation yeah. as a couple yeah. to each other. And so it's fun to kind of like take stock of how we actually do this. Yeah, and why. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And hopefully how there's and hopefully there's some tips in there that people picked up. And um, if you're listening to this and there's something that you want to add, put it in the comments. Um, and we'd love to start a conversation with you there. Also, um, be sure to check out our um, YouTube channel. It's just um, youtube.com slash venture to Rome. If you like our videos, go ahead. And, it would be great if you'd subscribe. We'd love to have you as a subscriber. Um, you can follow us on Instagram, on Facebook, certainly subscribe to the podcast here as we have a ton of really great long form kind of deep dive content that's, uh, that we're recording and is, is on the way out. So thank you, Kate, for yes. being on the podcast again. Yes. I can't wait to do more of these. It's so much fun. I'm glad to you here. cornered me again. <laughs> and thanks to all of you for listening. We'll see you next time.